Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that ballin'. Doing this is my calling. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she calling. I'm like, Hello, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the Charm City Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here on the Saturday evening breaking down the Baltimore Orioles game one loss to the Texas Rangers. So definitely a bitter um, you know game to to watch uh, as all the expectation and all the hype this being you know the first postseason matchup for the O's in uh, in seven years since 2016 and to lose um, to lose uh, game one of it was uh, tough. Um, Kyle Bradish, you know, went out and uh, his pitch count got driven up, eighty four pitches, and he got knocked around a little bit. Gave up seven hits. Definitely not what I was expecting. It was all if you listen to the podcast. Last night, I was really expecting him to go out there and be, um, you know, do what he's done all season long and be that ace. And I mean, listen, you know, he only gave up two runs, so I can't sit here and and get on him too much, you know. And the Rangers have, you know, their bats have, um, and the team as a whole, you know, they've been battling for for quite a while per, for a postseason wild card spot and as well for a. Um, and as well for a spot in the ALDS, um, beating the Tampa Bay Rays. So, with that being said, it's uh, it's tough though, to say the least, to how this offense um, performed. You know, I thought with the way that the O's had swung the bats all throughout the season, I thought they'd come out a lot, um, you know, much better. Andrew Haney, I didn't think would have. A huge factor, and I mean, he only was able to go three and two thirds. Then they used Dane Dunning in relief, and out of both those um, pitchers, the uh, O's were able to, you know, go and um, you know do a little damage. But then we got to the Rangers bullpen, and they were able to just you know uh, throw zeros. I mean, it was. Uh, a little ridiculous when you consider everything with um, with the way, you know, again, with the way the O's have been swinging the bat leading into this game, it's ridiculous that the, that the offense, you know, struggled. But, I mean, you have to remember it's just one game. You know, that's why it's a best of five. It's, you know, it's not a best of one, but it's a best of five. So you got to, you know, continue to then go out and, you know, come back and get game two. I mean, listen, is it tough to watch them go out and get blanked? Yes, very much so. But there's another game tomorrow. They've got to come out. They've got to be ready to go. Um, You know, I thought that, and I was, you know, I was one that was praising, you know, the way that Brandon Hyde put together, um, you know, Austin Hayes being the leadoff man, and he went 0 for 3, and then Rutschman to go 0 for 3. You know, that was uh, that that wasn't too fantastic. But you know, like I said, y- you can't 
it's one game and the O's, you know, they haven't been playing in um in quite some time since uh since last week. Um you know, last Sunday. So it's been uh, about a week since the last time they uh they went out there and it just um like I said, I I chalk it up to that. I don't think it's a matter of the Rangers being that much better than the Orioles. I really don't think that they are, in my opinion, on pen and paper. But the O's, we've seen it time and time again. This team has, you know, we we thought the wheels were falling off and they were able to come back. So that's what I'm counting on. I mean, you saw uh, Anthony Santander. I thought he had a great game offensively. I think that's huge. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle came up with a clutch hit. Um... You know, I think, uh, you know, if you can get some more production out of the top part of your lineup with Austin Hayes and Adley Rushman, if they continue to go with that as your one and two hitters, um, you know, I think we're looking at a different story here today. But, you know, um, one thing that I wasn't too thrilled about was the way that, you know, the O's weren't able to get a lot more longevity out of their bullpen. I thought that that was I thought that was a problem today. I thought that you know, in terms of not putting guys in to where they could eat up innings and hold you in there, um, I think that's that's kind of an issue, and that's somewhere that you know, if you're starting pitcher, if you weren't planning for them to only go four and two thirds, and that wasn't the game plan going in, which I don't believe it was, um, that's when it becomes a problem. So now you turn to your young starting pitcher, Grayson Rodriguez, tomorrow in a game uh, that, you you know, this is what, you know, will really tell you a lot about the O's because they need to get this one back. Um, And Grayson Rodriguez with no postseason experience, again, that's kind of, I think, what's drawing a lot of questions here because of the lack of postseason experience and, you know, because of the fact that he is a rookie pitcher, uh, I think that's what, what all the um, that's what all the nerves are coming from. The Rangers are going to be trotting out Jordan Montgomery, who's had, you know, postseason experience and experience pitching against this uh, Orioles lineup. Um, he's, you know, I mean, in the playoffs, three, uh, three games he started. Um, he only went more than four innings once, which was this past postseason where he went seven. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what he does, but he does know this O's lineup, um, pretty well because of his days pitching for the New York Yankees. Um, but this year he hasn't faced this O's team. And I think that's a big, I think that's actually a really, really big factor going into it. I'm sure he knows that this isn't the same old O's lineup, but if in his mind he's thinking that's the way it's going to be, and with the win today, um, hopefully the O's can go out there and uh, and prove him wrong tomorrow. First pitch is 407. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a grinded out game. The Rangers have been playing grinded out games all year, but I'd expect to see, you know, really the same lineup out of both teams tomorrow, and hopefully that that's going to be. You know, with what I'm saying, I mean, we've seen this team with their backs against the wall so many times this season, you know, so many question marks and so many times where they were doubted. And I talked about that last night about whether or not 
there were so many times throughout the season that you kind of were were worried that oh man you know this is going to be where where things turn this is going to be where you know the wheels start to fall off and maybe they end up you know really struggling um and and going on a on a decline but nope they turned it on and and they kept it going they kept it alive so uh they got to come out tomorrow and they've got to do just that so thanks everyone for tuning in to the charm city sports podcast i'll be back on tomorrow recapping not only game two of this uh series but i'll be also um recapping the end of the ravens uh week five game against the pittsburgh Steelers. thanks everyone for tuning in and as always